0: It's true. And you know what? I don't like. I just wish I had Johnny Depp's money to enjoy this quarantine. <laughs> Johnny you <know>? Depp's money.
1: <laughs> to, to enjoy your quarantine that but,
0: much? Yeah, more? yeah, I definitely would because I'd be having football teams clobber each other in my living room. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <go>. <laughs> like that. I'm so, like, we lived in the Roman Empire in the 21st century.
2: So you can sure. only enjoy uh, quarantine if you have Johnny Depp money,
0: Mike Machetti. I really would because you know why? I, I would like have all kinds of Roman games brought back to life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my God. Well, I, I, other than football teams playing in your living room, what else would you do with Johnny Depp money?
0: Gladiator games, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's still alive, right, Mike? She's eighty-two.
2: Oh, okay. She,
0: nice. She's eighty-two, but twenty-two up here. But she's yeah. And she, guys, she has a super severe bad temper. Like yeah, I know Joe she Pesci does. would run run for the hills. <laughs> oh
2: wow! So so, Judge uh, Mike, uh, you know he's middle-aged uh, gentleman, and he still lives with his mom and, and your brother, right?
0: Uh, I have a couple of people. <laughs> <laughs> I say I i say little live with me to make it sound cool. You know? I understand that. I understand how right.
2: how you work, but his brother likes to smoke the dope. Oh
0: uh, he I, I miss those days, Jud, because I would sit and look at a pencil for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how your mind works on weed?
1: Yeah, I'd be like this. Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh my God, <laughs> Jesus, Mike.
1: Well, that's all right. That's all right. Because Opie, when he's high, he tries to paint football games. I, so. I,
0: oh, Whoa. someone listens to the podcast. Yeah, so Thank you, Judd. That's what
1: he's trying to do. We got to
0: go to the Museum of Natural Dinosaurs again when, when that opens. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah but Museum if, of that that Natural fun.
2: Dinosaurs? Yeah, we went we, to the Museum of Natural Dinosaurs. That was the last time I actually saw Mike Pichetti. That's that's crazy, Mike. That was the last time. But uh,
0: It's been a couple of years. Yeah, we started in a diner, Judd Jones. And we always. Almost- uh, we, we met the world famous obnoxious prick Bruce Willis over there. He was an idiot. <laughs> he was an idiot, right? <laughs> He's a real pinhead because, yeah. you know what, there are people way more famous than him that, that are an idiot. Right. But we were in this
2: diner. We started the podcast in the diner and then we went to the Museum of. How did he say it? The Museum of Dinosaurs?
0: The museum of Dinosaurs. It's probably the Museum of Natural History, right? Uh, oh, there you go. It's the Museum of
2: Dinosaurs. And. I was um, trying to get uh Mike uh really high before we, we went and saw the dinosaurs, Judge Jones, but he, he told no me he doesn't smoke the dope anymore. Uh mm. but I thought that would have been fantastic if we were on edibles uh looking oh, I at dinosaurs. Been, I, I
0: would have been hiding opium. I would have been like, keep dinosaurs away from me. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we still had a good time, right? We had a great time that day. We feed the pigeons and like it was fun. We seen this giant whale. And I go, where is he? You go. He's on the ceiling. Look up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whale. Okay, right, no, right, 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 right. No, the blue whale. You know, it, it's, yeah, yeah. It takes I up. I go, the... where is he? You go. Look up. He's on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, they got a whole room dedicated to the blue whale, Judge Jones. So we All walk right. into the room dedicated to the blue whale, full size, right? Actual mm-hmm. size, I should say. And this guy, Mike Bichette, goes, where is it? And he's looking. It's right in front
0: of him. It's I as know. big as like a blimp. And he's like, where's the whale? John, I'm a second cousin of Mr. Magusa, but I got to be <laughs> No, I understand. I understand. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. But uh, tell him about Bruce Willis. We were trying to get him on the podcast and he was just. He was such an idiot because for, well, it was early in the morning, right? Yeah. And, we, and Opie took me to eat at the diner. This diner was a really cool place. We had a good time, right? Yeah. And he was being nice to him, and he was just like snarling at us, like you know, like and I'm like, say, look, look, listen, die hard face, <laughs> because I feel like telling him, you know, right, got him. You but got the him. thing is, Judd, I don't, I don't like bullies. That's the whole thing. I've been bullied since yeah.
1: childhood. Yeah,
0: and you know what? There's I mean, first of all, you know, we weren't really being rude to him. We just LP no. was trying to be nice to him. and He was just an idiot. Well, I was
2: trying to get him on the podcast, and he basically said, "I wouldn't do that if I was you." And I was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> That Ooh. usually makes me stop, right, Judge Jones? Right, yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm thinking you hit the
1: gas at that. point. Oh,
0: we hit the gas, and then I also, Judd, re- you look like a badass. We, I wish we would have had you there with us that day. No,
1: don't. No, <laughs> it's it's just a facade. I don't, <laughs> don't. Uh, I got like twelve seconds of cardio, and that's only if my life is in danger. <laughs> that's all I got. No,
0: you look like a badass. I'm like. Bruce should have been crapping himself. We had you
1: with us. No, 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 no. <laughs> just, just a facade. Yeah. I probably would have been. I probably would have been more stoned and drunk than y'all. So. Right,
2: uh, Mike. How would you fight uh, Bruce Willis if you had to? Like, what would be the move? By the way, cheers, cheers, that's to that's everybody. Cheers. Kick,
0: kick him right to the kneecaps.
2: There you go. You, you go go, for go the kneecaps.
0: Leg. Kick him in the shin. <laughs> you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, and that's it. You
0: don't you, have to do much. You don't have to do much to beat
2: up Bruce Willis. Is what you're trying to say.
0: I don't know how much of a fighter he is, though. I mean, he's in movies, though, but that don't mean it's real life.
1: Well, that's... I imagine I imagine he's kind of a smaller fellow, right?
0: Um, I forgot. Really, he... maybe right. I was surprised he was actually
2: kind of tall. I was oh, surprised, was he? And, and he was in sick shape because I think oh, wow. he's in his sixties. So I think okay. Mike, you would have had to come up with something better than kicking him in the knees.
0: Uh, you know, you know what would probably If I said to him, look, buddy. You know, I'm an 8 degree black belt. I want to murder you one
1: Right. Sure, so, yeah. you want to go? Yeah.
2: <laughs> remember, Mike, we also had to take a cab, even though the the Museum of Dinosaurs was very, very close.
0: Oh, we had to get we had to buy batteries that day. Get changed from your friend, the Pakistani guy. Oh, you remember that? Uh, I make friends yeah. with everybody in the neighborhood,
2: Judge Jones, and there this was this guy was oh, really okay. a cool guy, yeah. a
0: Pakistani guy. Yeah. He was like trying to sell us like 85 dollars worth of batteries <laughs> <laughs> he and he had a hatchet wound in his head and oh I, he did i, got, I got remember that and, was that inflicted in america overseas yeah <laughs> yes. yeah he's very
2: happy to be in america let's just put it that way
0: oh yeah. no he's like he's the american dream come true are you kidding me because when he go out to he would be probably like still hangs fucking upside down in caves over there. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they be doing that? I don't know. He, how third world is he? I mean, are they eating like, you know, like fried donkey dogs over there? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't,
2: I, I think they got a lot of uh things over there.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. They just they just found out who they just found out who Levi the Beaver was over there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, right? <laughs> How- Mike Machete, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hey,
0: is your yip-yap dog still alive? Yeah, but you know what's crazy, Opie? Huh. I, for this past year, I've been taking a lot of acting classes and a lot of improvs. Right, It's going good. Oh, good. What yeah, does that I have to it, do with your
2: dog, though?
0: Oh, nothing. I mean, you know, I just got <laughs> off track here for a second. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See... Cause the other yeah. podcast I did with him, uh, Judd, I went to his house and I, I did Oh, pod- that was so much fun! I did a podcast with Mike Bascetti, one of his friends, his brother who wanted to get me high on tie stick the entire time, and oh, his man. at the oh. at the time his seventy nine year old mother and the yip yap dog that wouldn't shut the
0: fuck up. A chihuahua, yeah. a chihuahua. But my my family has some other dogs now. You know, I love animals. Would they have a a, a pug? They're cool looking dogs. Sure, I like a pug. A pug. Then they have a, um, a rat terrier, which is kind of small, but a cool dog, right? Yeah. yeah. Then they have, have a half pit. And you know what's crazy about pits?
1: Huh? the violence. I
0: love them. People, <laughs> they get a super bad rat. No, but they really do, because it's how you treat them. Just like my dad's uh, yeah. cousin used to raise dopamines years ago and breed them and put them in shells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those dogs were incredible dogs. It's just how people treat them.
2: All right, I, I'm with Judd. I, I I worry about the violence with the the pit bulls, and then everyone tries to tell you that the pit bulls are actually very very nice dogs to have, and I I still I, I I'm not going to pull the trigger anytime soon on that type of dog.
0: No, but the thing is, you know, people scared them because the lock on the jaw is horrible to take off you. You know what I mean? That's why Yeah. They get more intimidated, but yeah. You know, there's nothing like a good garbage can to the back of his hand. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. I was going to say. Right? I can make him a couple of ways to stop that, Mike. Right. <laughs> uh, well,
2: we're off to a good start there, Mike Buschetti. And how's your health? You want to explain to good. Judd? He dropped on a sidewalk in New York. Oh, my God. I was on the show
0: in February of 2017, 17 it was, right? Yeah. I mean, we had a good time. We actually shot a couple of box Super Bowl commercials. Mm-hmm. They oh. were great. We did one, a couple of them. It was so much fun that day, right? Yeah. And a couple of days later, I wasn't feeling good. I I've had a heart attack in the city, like three or four days oh. later. And Opie's like, oh, no, was this for me eating the Doritos? And this- <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the bit
1: was. Opie's calling his lawyer. <laughs> right. The
0: bit- I was a little nervous. I'm not going <laughs> to lie
2: to you. Those were the days yeah. I was making some, you know, some, some nice money, too. And I'm
0: like, oh, right. my God, I got a cover my The machete my falls out. <laughs> yeah. Ah,
2: but uh, th- the Super Bowl was happening, and they were doing those Doritos commercials where you make your own Doritos commercials. So th- we got the bright idea that oh, Mike right. should do a whole bunch of Super Bowl commercials, and we'll make him a big star.
0: It was fun. We did good on it. I'm telling
2: yeah. you, the Doritos uh, uh, commercial you did still makes me laugh to this day, my friend.
0: It was fun because Sherrod was there. He was like, chuck it. You're yeah, like we're drinking it like a fraternity party. <clears throat> Doritos, just like family.
1: Dump, dump it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Doritos, they'll never let you down. No, but the thing is that well, it got I... it got your heart.
2: Uh pump it a little too fast is the point. And then uh th- you know, and then he drops on well, the street. Well, you
0: know what? It was bound to happen anyway because it wasn't the Doritos, it was gonna happen anyway. You know what I mean? Because yeah, eating eating like, you know, like an animal like I did all the time wasn't exactly a good idea. You right. know what I mean? So yeah. it wasn't you, it was it was mate. All right. anything. Are you are you eating better these days? Yep, absolutely, because I bought an exercise bike a couple of months ago, I've been using every day. A like Peloton? I'm I'm I, so it's a swimming. I'm up to an hour and a half a day on it now. Uh, w- nice. What you? Yeah. You ride it in your living room? You put it up on? No, in my basement downstairs. I get on it to an hour and a half a day on. It.
2: Beautiful
1: man. Get do the, the dogs follow you?
0: Oh no, no. Oh, we just right. have one dog. That's yet.
1: right. Okay. Yeah,
0: one thing is, I don't know if you guys are like I am, but I'm a huge fan of the Second Amendment, and I would have a, a firearm range in my house.
1: I, I I know this about you, Mike, because I, I don't know if you remembered. It was probably well, it was. Not last Thanksgiving, but the Thanksgiving before, we were at the Cellar Underground. You were on that show and you dressed as a pilgrim. You remember that? <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Really? You were doing that. I was sitting there because yeah. I, I I think me and Vic were over there. Vic oh, that's over. right, Joe. That's why I met you. I'm so sorry. Right. No, 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 Well, yeah, and, and and we were talking about we were talking about that very subject. No, but you know what? It was a great
0: show because Vic was on it with us. He was there, a yeah. couple yeah. of other people, right? Yeah. So much fun. Oh, yeah. Way to bring- that was the last time i seen him. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah, that was great. Last time I yeah. Seen yeah.
2: Him. yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Way to bring the podcast down. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> no, that. no, I'm just
0: uh, trying to it. have a little fun. And uh, I don't know, you have to
2: bring up Vic Henley. You know, <laughs> our, our dear yeah. friend Judge Jones yeah. was his neighbor, for Christ's sake.
0: Oh, wow. And he Judge, was you're, m- from Al- you're from Alabama?
1: No, no, I'm from Texas originally. <laughs> He's from <laughs> no, no, but I, live next I know next am from New York. Vic is from
0: Alabama. I'm so sorry.
1: It's oh, no, no, no. I'm from Texas, but I live next door to him in New York. That's how I met him. Oddly enough. So when I moved to New York, Five years ago to do stand up, yeah. I move in and I'm living living next door to Vic Henley. So how cool is that? Kind of like Lenny Mar- I- like Lenny Marcus said. He said that's kind of like you move as a comedian. You move next door to Mickey Mantle. You know? <laughs> oh, wow, I you know,
0: I, I, I love that. teasing Vic. You know, what I said the one day I go Vic, I love the American Civil War, and I sh- I would have been on
1: the side should have won. <laughs> <laughs> well that's because you're from staten island y'all lean toward <laughs> that that direction out there right? <laughs> <Not> that- <laughs> <laughs> can
2: i can i tell you about my neighbor so uh judd jones had vic henley that's amazing considering you're a stand-up co- you know comic and uh vic put uh took you under his wing and showed you around new york oh. and and judd is funny in his own right my neighbor uh, had a little kid, hated our guts, and used to kick our shit in the hallway every time oh, she no. went to the elevator bank. So it's it's the same type of thing as, as you, Judd.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. She hated, I mean, she hated cool
2: that we left our kids' shoes outside our door. So like today, it's kind of snowy mm-hmm. mess here in the New York area. So mm-hmm. we would probably have gone out and had fun sledding and whatnot. And then you leave all your shit in the hallway, right? You, you understand mm-hmm. this as far as New York City apartments go? Sure, she couldn't sure. stand that. She had some fucked up OCD thing. So every time she walked by our apartment, she had to kick everything. And oh. punked it across the, 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 the hallway. Was she old? Uh, no, she was young. And our kids were the same age. So it was her loss. And then oh. I talked to her husband about it, right? Because she was a nightmare. And uh, the husband famously in the elevator one day said, bro. I, I, I'm on your side, ma'am. You're, but but you're on your own. You're on
0: your own. I have nothing oh, to do with wanted, this. And then it turns out, that's my problem, yeah. right? it, it
2: turns out for sure she was the problem, and um, she ended up moving on, thank God.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, well, yeah. Nice. Take your bad attitude with you. Mm-hmm. But, John, Texas is awesome.
0: I traveled across the country. I love it there because you got an amazingly beautiful woman, beautiful people. Right. Right. They love the Second Amendment and they like great food. <laughs> That's true. I
1: think I think those are the top two requirements to in Texas if you're gonna live in Texas. We, <laughs> right.
2: we did radio on a station out of Dallas, so I went down there a few times well, over the years. All the women I mean, all the women that I saw that were associated with the radio station all had boob jobs, like giant boob jobs. And they and all giant had, hair. Giant
0: hair, all bleached mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And they all were carrying pieces in their in their oh, no. tiny little uh, you know, what what are they called? Uh, uh, in their clutches. I think it's called no, the clutch. Oh, yeah. I the learned clutch, that from yeah. the Kardashians. Absolutely. So in their clutch, they would have a firearm. And then some of the bars, depending where you went, they would be like a big sign: no firearms. And these women, hot as shit, t- tiny little skirts, huge boobs, the hair all done. They would get pissed off that they had to put their firearm in the in the glove box.
1: Yeah, and, well, and Mike, Mike, they were probably carrying, what, a 22 25 in that little clutch? They, they might,
0: I, would, I would carry
1: a ninety mm uh, You'd fill up the clutch <laughs> with a 9mm. <laughs> <9 millimeter. Yeah.
0: laughs> I, I no, the thing is, the thing, thing is John, the, the funny thing is that, like, like, probably like 20 years ago, I flew to Texas to do a film with a friend of mine, right, and – we had an army of guys with all New York, Italian, Joe Pesci types. Mm. So we're getting off the plane. And like oh, you saying, there were a beautiful woman there. Yeah. My friends are like, like, hitting on them. I go, fellas, we're in the wrong part of the country We be hitting on a woman over here, number one. <laughs> right. Shut your pie holes up because I don't feel like being shot in the cornfields. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, and you know what? These people know how to use guns. Some, you know what I mean. They can shoot like Robert E. Lee snipers in the middle of the night <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: with muskets. Yeah,
2: I,
0: right.
1: I
2: got a shotgun and I want to start shooting it in, into the ocean. Oh, it's
0: fun. Well, no, Remington.
2: Well, uh, there's, uh, well, it, it only happened a couple times. I was gonna, God, I was gonna exaggerate. Why you don't need to exaggerate, uh, idiot? Um, but a whole bunch of uh, like two families got together. This was last spring, and they had wheelbarrows with all sorts of uh, firearms and ammunition, and they were just shooting guns into the fucking ocean. Whoa. So I called the local cop because we're, we're pretty tight. I go, uh, I was going to say his name. Maybe I shouldn't. I go, hey, is this legal? And he goes to me, unfortunately, it is. Are they, are they pointing the guns at the ocean? I go, yes. Are they about uh, more than 200 yards from any house? I'm like, yes. And then the guy goes, there's nothing I could do. And we were Whoa. playing. Maybe two hundred yards to the to the east of them as they were doing this. I'm like, But Brian, oh. they're really close. And he's
0: like I'm there's, surprised there's nothing to be a lot of, of things we're just charging firearms off. Yeah. Well course. I guess <laughs> out
1: there, maybe since it's a shotgun and it's not in the city, it's like, yeah. you know. Well so, oh, yeah. like, I mean you can hunt out there. Well right? so,
2: so, so just like everybody else is instead of getting pissed off about the whole Second Amendment and all that, I said, All right, fuck it, I gotta get a gun. <laughs>
1: so I got a
0: shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> No, but the thing is, right, though, John, you are right because we're out in the country. You can't fire a Trump gun shocking off in mid- Midtown Manhattan. Mm.
1: No, no, they look—they—they they, they frown upon that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They def- definitely do. Yeah. Well,
2: well, where I'm at with guns, uh, I, there was there was a time I really, truly believed there were too many guns in America, but I also believe that it was too late to do anything about it. Is the important thing here. So it's like, all right, everyone might as well just get a fucking gun. Let's get it over with.
0: Well, the right? sad thing is the criminal types are always going to get them no matter yeah. how they can get them. That's, that's the problem because legally, what? illegally, there's always a way for them to get them. As yeah. long as there's people out there that will sell them to them. You know what I mean? You can go to a gun show across the country and drive back in your car.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Easy. Look at
2: the brilliance of Mike knowing the knowing this shit. No, because
0: I've thought about it several times. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, uh, I don't tell really... you like a gun show, and like loading. You know, yeah. know what I mean? Like having a trunk full of like shorted assault rifles.
2: I'm thinking of going. Uh, it's not wheelbarrel Facebook user. You do know it's wheelbarrow, right, ladies and gentlemen? I, always yeah, learned, wheel, I only learned that barrel. a couple years ago, so I'm showing off the fact that I know uh, that word properly. I used to say wheel barrel, but it's actually wheelbarrow. Look it up on the Google, my friends. Uh,
1: I
0: thought it was barrel, like B-A-R-R-E-L-L. So did so I until two
2: years ago. So let me have this one. I know how to say it now. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I don't really live in New York City anymore, Mike. I have a place there that I visit, you know, and... Uh, the, the crime in the area is getting crazy. I got to tell you uh, you guys this. So uh, attempted bank robbery right on the corner f- up the hill from where we live. Uh, there's a huge church on 79, uh, 79th Street on the Upper West Side where I live pretty close to. They sell crack. Crack is making a huge comeback in New York City. They sell crack Whoa. outside the fucking church on 79th Street and uh, West End. And then they go into the subway. And smoke crack. That's what's going. We're going on back na- to
0: 1986.
2: Yeah, no shit. And in, uh, and, and that same subway, because now they're on the crack, they're pushing people onto the tracks. Mm, and wow, yes. then uh, within two or three blocks of me on Broadway, they're openly, pretty much, giving uh, each other blowjobs to homeless
1: people.
0: I think we're gonna need a Charles Bronson type to straighten this. Yes.
1: <laughs> I got two words for you. Yeah. Mike Yes Yes. <laughs> Mike, you could be the new Charles Bronson. You'd be the you'd be the hero of the city, Mike. No, don't do it, Mike. Don't do it. We're just joking. We're just joking. yeah. But guys, seriously, is one
0: thing I was going to say. Right, I'm a huge fan of American World History. Right. Yeah. And I think, Judd, what do you think of this? I and be. Uh, I like to watch a lot of stuff in the Old West and gunfights and stuff. And I don't think there was nearly as many gun battles as people made it out to be in Hollywood. That happened 150 years ago. I doubt it.
2: I think they were shooting the shit out of each other. No,
0: I don't, because like from what I've heard, like in like even towns like Dodge City, yeah, you had to check your guns at at the uh, at the sh- sheriff's office, somebody's office. Right. They didn't let people carry in you know, those. But the only probably time it happened was when people were drinking, like anything else, or carrying on. I don't think. No, first of all, nobody is going to want to be shot with a mini ball. First of all, and. And
1: argue with somebody, you know,
0: in the right mind. A mini so ball. Mike knows the stuff. He knows
1: the mini ball. Wow. Mike knows the stuff. <laughs> Mike. First of all, you I
2: know. I think they were drinking a lot more. They were drinking a lot of that moonshine. They were drinking a lot of shit that made you fucking nuts, right? Oh yes. So I think they were shooting the shit out of each other. Plus, it was called the Wild Wild West. <laughs> That's true. Well maybe true. you think be what that be we reference would like to fabricate though. No, we reference things as being the wild wild west in modern society, right? They were actually living in the wild wild west. So they were they were shooting the shit out of each other for the dumbest things, I bet.
1: I think what Mike's trying to say is it's the goddamn liberal media.
0: <laughs> is that
1: what you're saying, Mikey? You Trump <laughs> supporter you? Like, what he called John?
0: I told you a bunch of times. I wish we had a time machine. I go back and stop certain tragedies from happening.
1: Yeah, like, which ones? Like what are the? I, top would, ones? I,
0: would, I would. I would. put John Wilkes Booth in a headlock at ten fifteen <laughs> <a>. p.m. <laughs> oh, was it ten okay. fifteen that it went down? Ten fifteen p.m. I think it was. But the thing is, yeah. But the sad thing is, if I would put him in a headlock, yeah, and said what he's about to do, they wouldn't believe me. You know, right. They'd be like, "Oh, what are you doing to him? Get your right. hands off
1: him!" Right. right. No, I, no, no, that's me. true. That's true. You'd have to wait till you see the shine of the barrel. Then, then just grunt lunge at him, but uh, of he was a maniac
0: though, because he also had you know uh, there was a, a guy named Major Henry Ratbone who was with Lincoln that night. that got slashed by boot.
1: Oh, oh, really? He tried.
0: He was in the boot with him. He tried to stop him and grab him. Yeah. But boot just took out his knife and just like cut him from here all the way down. The guy was like almost bled out.
1: No kidding, man. Jesus. Have you, well, yeah. He was really prepared. Guns and knives.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Mike, have you taken the tour in Washington where you, you go to the theater and then you go across the street where Lincoln died and they still had the bed and the oh, pillow and a, a bloodstain?
0: I would have loved to jump out of the balcony to do a bunch of school kids and yell six up at the But That has nothing to do with the fact. That Then you didn't answer my
2: question. As funny as that is. When have you ever been to Washington, where you take the tour and you wait in line, you go in the theater? Well, I I went to Washington once in the late seventies on a class trip, and I didn't. And you went about a week ago, didn't you, Mikey? As you stormed the Capitol, no, 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 bitch.
1: oh mike no. you were there nice no no mikey I, I, I would not oh, okay. go
0: i would right. not good go call. good call good call no all no right. because i knew the havoc there was going to be <laughs> yeah all
2: yeah. right tell me about your uh your trip to washington i need to know it was
0: it, it was very educational One in the white house would have been because yeah i went with my class and a couple of friends while we went right so two of my friends were like kind of nerds and my other friend was like kind of an adventurous guy so we're going to the FBI building. He grabs me out of the elevator and goes, We're going to see the real Washington, right? So, Washington was pretty horrible at that time. Like DC itself, outside of the Capitol. Yeah. We, walk, we walked, I was like only 17. We walked in the middle of a hood over there. We're like, Whoa. It's like, and we were like, got out of there quick. We hung out there a bit. We went to a, a, a topless club. They threw us out. He called me. And my, me and my friend went to a historical building. Yeah, he pushed me into a statue that was priceless, and we almost knocked it all over. You know, <laughs> how, how is all this educational? <laughs> Did anyone else
1: hear that? That's, you the, said real it was educational. That's the real BC. You DC. were in a topless
0: bar, and then you almost knocked over a statue. What? Do... So, and that, you know, but the thing is, but it was much more fun in seeing some like. Three hundred year old paintings, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. All right. A real life With a seventeen experience. year old
2: kid. What did what did you learn down there though? Did you learn anything? What he, I learned how
0: not to get, get a shiv put in my back on <laughs> all
2: right. All right. Yeah. So I guess it was uh wasn't as educational as you led us on to believe there.
0: No, but I don't know how, it's probably changed now. I haven't been there in many years, but I'm sure everything changes now. Like I mean, like grow up growing up in New York especially. Yeah. New York was a heart ho- thirty five years ago in the eighties. New York was a horror zone. Now it's like they got vegan hook- cupcakes in Williamsburg, fifteen dollars. You know what I mean? It's like, it's ho- and that same place gangs are killing people years ago. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I I wanted to
2: mention the theater where Lincoln was shot about fifteen minutes ago because you brought oh, for, all this I'm up. So
0: sorry. The Ford, the Ford Theater. theater.
2: <clears throat> Do you know that um, the last time we went to Washington was uh, about a year and a half ago? No, coming on, uh, coming up on two years. We went to Ford's Theater. These motherfuckers finally admit that they rebuilt the entire theater. You're not even oh, in okay, the actual. No, it's been rebuilt a bunch of times. Yeah, because supposedly uh, stupid people that came before us, they didn't think that the place where Lincoln was uh, assassinated would be important as far as history goes. So they let it go to shit. And the army used the place, I believe. So it was a yeah. complete and utter shithole. So they had to find drawings and were there pictures back then? Kind of sketches, whatever. And they've had to find all these sketches and whatnot to put the damn thing back together. Because finally, a few generations ago, people were like, you know what? This is a, could be a great tourist attraction. So they rebuilt the whole fucking thing. So you, when you're sitting in those seats and looking at uh, the booth where he was sitting and uh, John Wilkes booth jumped up, you know, shot him then jumped onto the stage and ran out the back door. All that is new shit. I know. So as soon as oh, they told us reality, that, right? I'm like, we're out of here. Fuck this. Yeah. Let's go see a bloodstained like, pillow across the street and and go get a bite to eat.
0: I know. It's like <laughs> it's weird. Though. That sucks. Though. It's like that's like you know. It's like, hey man, Abraham Lincoln have a microwave oven? sitting in the same building. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly.
0: It's re- it's weird, right? It's like why ruin history? You know what I mean? It's like at least get some replicas of stuff and put it in there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They had photography, but it was still, new, like 20 years old, maybe less, right? I don't know, in, I don't photography know
1: when the they 1840s, started. 40s, right?
0: It was in 1840s, Mike. You should be
2: on no, Jeopardy. No, they,
1: there's pictures of Abraham Lincoln that I think is yeah. legit. Like even the even the Gettysburg Address, I think there's an actual picture of him there. Yeah, right?
0: but ph- photography was pretty new though still, right? Like oh, I'm 20 sure. years yeah. or less, right? at right. that time. What do you know about
2: yeah. photography? Because I got two things on photography now that we brought it up.
0: I think it came around in the 1840s, something like that, uh, maybe. Maybe uh, a little later, right? I'm not really sure exactly what year, but okay. by the time Lincoln was assassinated, it was around for a, a little bit, not long. Do you know hmm.
2: why uh, they didn't smile in pictures back in the day when photography first started? They had dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> good call. Good, good call. call. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's name diseases from the past now. Mm-hmm. Um because uh, the exposure time took so fucking long, they just sat there like...
1: Get irritated.
2: They got oh, yeah, irritated. No. So they, they couldn't yeah. smile because it would take, I don't know how long, to get an actual exposure of a picture. And do you know where the uh, the ghosts come from? The, the
0: what? The light, the shadow when the you light? see
2: old pictures, right? And they go, there's a ghost in that window or there's a ghost of a person crossing the okay, street here. Yeah it was the someone set up to take the picture let's say of a street scene and and everyone had to kind of like not move whatever and there was always an asshole that was like fuck this shit and walk through so wow. so the exposure on that person was very uh, very what what would the word be like uh, a polaroid so they they weren't in the scene long enough to get an actual good solid exposure of that person so they're kind of faded and those are
0: the ghosts from the old
2: pictures. How about that, Mikey?
0: Hey, that is that's the truth, because you know what? They would have to lock you into the chair to sit there,
2: I heard. Well, now we're talking about execution, uh, Mike.
0: No, no, I'm saying like frame your body in somehow. That's what I heard. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're right though. It took forever to take one picture.
1: Yeah. I'm curious, Mike, what other world events would you have changed? Oh, very good, Joe.
0: Oh, I wonder if what do you call it, uh I would have put a bullet in Hitler's head on September 1st, 1939
1: 39. What kind of long-range sniper rifle would you have used? <laughs> yeah
0: I would have just went up to him, shook his hand with some device, and popped him. Oh long wow. range
1: oh, like like, like uh, Jack Ruby and then oh, okay, just kind of click it just boom, it's there. And then you would have put on like his two shot. yeah, and then you would have put on his
2: uniform and you would have been the leader, right I would have been all over the place. <laughs> you're you're a fan of the Nazis, aren't you, Mikey? Oh, no, of
0: course I no. hate those. What backs. are you talking about? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I had two uncles who were in World War II. to World War II. Oh, backs. wow. One really? One was a POW mm-hmm. and the other was at the Battle of the Bulge. So I got blood runs deep with the hatred for Nazis.
2: This has been the question for a really long time. Would you kill baby Hitler? Of course. But here's <laughs> here's the rub, though. Okay. You know what baby Hitler is going to become, but no one else around you does. How oh, do you no. get that done? Because all the
0: people living around Hitler is like, "Why the fuck are you killing this baby?" Oh no, you're right. I didn't know that was a circumstance. Because well, you got make a little. I would be hanging from a tree someplace. You got
2: to, yeah. But then, all right. But you, but you're the only one that knows. So how do you get it done? Because
1: uh, now you gotta the, your life. Kill the parents and drown the baby in a bathtub. Uh just take everybody out around them. that knows anything. Everybody, okay. Oh, right, you would just right.
2: take everybody out. You know, you, have to. you know, here on Long Island, um, some of the Hitlers settled down on, uh, on Long Island. They, they had didn't. to change their names, but for real, they're related to Hitler and they decided to live on fucking Long Island.
0: Well, I thought they'd go to Nantucket if anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a pretty white
1: area.
0: <laughs> no, but you want to go that, to Nantucket Mikey. because they're all white, <laughs> white looking people in Nantucket. Uh, I understand. They blend in over there.
1: Check this out, Mike. This is a glass that I bought myself for Christmas. It's the Golden Girls. Oh, nice. How about that? Isn't that sweet? I love them. Yeah, that's my uh, office drinking glass. How? Where did you get that? You just got it online. I looked. No, I got it. It's a it's a specialty shop. It's kind of high end out here in Florida. It's called TJ Maxx. <laughs> oh,
0: nice! I love. That. I, I don't it, know. But It's not as good as your to be. You yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true.
0: I didn't know you were Florida. Thought you were in New York. I didn't even know.
1: No, I came down. I came down here when uh, shit was really hit, hitting the fan, like in uh, middle of April, right? Wow. So uh, me and the lady came down here and we're kind of posted up and waiting for things to settle down up there. And it is that uh, you talk about in you know the '80s in New York, it's getting. Uh, I think one of the things that kind of is kind of eye-opening about New York right now is a lot of these th- things that are happening, these crimes that are happening in the city are turning to daylight crimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's a whole different level of I don't give a fuck. Yes. Oh, really? Itch. You know, and I mean, never mind late at night going from club to club, you know, doing that. I mean, but during the day, so... I'd like things to settle down a little bit. And, no, you're
0: uh, right, because you're dealing with some serious stuff during the day, because yeah. people are going to do horrible stuff like that during the day that are really off the chain.
1: Right, right. Yeah. They don't care at all. The, the
2: The big crime in our area, another one, is they just go into CVS or Rite Aid and just take whatever the fuck they want and just walk out of the store, and the workers are like, hey, hey, and they, they're just
1: helpless, and they have to watch this shit go down. Well, now, I, I'm, I'm only good just, about those workers don't even give a hey, hey. And nothing against them. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm willing to bet. I don't know for sure. I remember I knew this girl who worked for Target for years. She ran a Target. Target? They have, Target, that's right. I love the Target. And they have, uh, you know, they have like loss prevention people. And some of them are former law enforcement or aspiring law enforcement or something like that. Yeah. But a lot of the times when people would come in and just make off with stuff, you've got some, you know, 25-year-old girl in a red shirt who's working there. She's not going to do anything. She's not supposed to do anything. Yeah, what she, of you know, what she's know. supposed to do is stop the group of people who are coming in and taking shit. So. Well,
0: well, that's the thing. But what about what, like airlines with sky marshals? That's a little different. You may have some eighty-year-old men who blow your top off. She's right. Well, <laughs> well, see, you can't,
2: <laughs> yeah. you can't actually shoot anyone on a plane, right? What are no, you
1: talking I'm just, about? you am just
0: putting your stomach with a silencer. <laughs> I, I, don't,
1: I don't know if you can. Man. What if you blow a hole You're into the side? Me an air marshal can't. Uh can't shoot somebody on a plane. I'm willing to bet they can't. They can. Mike, for sure. Mike, right, yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but Opie, they'll just put a silence into your rib cage and shoot you out oh, Wow, way. you're you're all about Mike,
1: spy game. I love this shit, man. You're Mike knows the stuff, <laughs> Mike, man, that's for sure. I ain't fucking with Mikey. No, no, we talked we talked a lot of Second Amendment stuff at the Comedy Cellar, I love it. Because- there was a, there was this chick who was sitting next to Mike who was kind of staring at us like we were you know, uh, Space mass, mass shooters or something. Yeah. you know?
0: No, no. But the thing is because that's because everybody here can't own anything more than a slingshot.
1: That's the problem. Uh, right. 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 That's true. That's true. Well,
2: uh, and the problem with like, uh, the crime in New York city, the cops aren't really arresting anyone anymore. Cause it's not worth it. Cause they, they have to put them right back on the street anyway.
0: I know. You know, crazy thing. I have a friend that lives in Mississippi, right? And he said it's still, he, he, when he lived his barber ca- carried a thirty inch special strapped around. the really? like, Whoa! Really? Play games on the stage.
1: Yeah, right on, man. Well, my, you know, my my theory, you know, especially coming from Texas, is that, like, I, I give the example of carjackings. You you don't hear about a lot of carjackings in Texas because even the criminals realize most people have guns. Sure. Oh yeah. So even like some old lady, I mean, I think Obi. I think I told you before, my uh, my grandmother carried one in a purse till the day she died. She had a little oh, twenty five in her holy purse. Holy shit! Right? So I mean, you know, or or her clutch, right? Whichever <laughs> it was. I, don't, I mean, come on, I don't I gotta remember. go. I don't remember exactly, but no, I mean, but that but that's kind of the thing. It's like it, it's almost like a legal, uh kind of an even playing field. Oh yeah, yeah. You, but, you know? the thing is, people also respect firearms. Then number
0: one, number two, right I respect them, right? know how to use them properly right you know I mean?
1: very and important
0: then how to use them properly and respect them it's not like they're shooting people in parking lots you know what i mean it's yeah it's right. not like that at all
1: right right years ago in texas i did a concealed carry class and I, I used to work in the shipping industry and have to go out to the port all the time and in houston and so that's not like the best areas so i always had one in my car you know just in case and so i took the um so i uh, point is i've been around guns my whole life right So I took this concealed carry class out here in Florida and in that class, I thought it was pretty interesting. It was a white dude who was like 21, a white chick who was 25 or so and three black women and me. (laughs) (laughs) It was all of us in the concealed carry class. Right. And so I, you know, I hadn't taken one of those classes in, in years, but you know, I was getting it for Florida, you know, since I'm down here for a while. And, um, you know, I'm thinking we're going to be sitting there for hours. You know, the guy who was uh, the instructor was a former FBI guy, you know, and he knows all he keeps up with all the gun laws in every state. Like this guy knows everything. We walk in there and he's got chairs that we sit down, and we go up there the first thing we have to do is sign our uh, paper that says we've completed the course. Like yeah. as we walk in, we sign the paper Jesus. that says we completed the course. And I thought, "Oh, well that's interesting." And then I thought, "Okay, well that's just a convenience thing cuz we got all this stuff we have to do. It was basically a question and answer session. Yeah. Like the dude was not, he, he talked about a lot of stuff and had some anecdotal things, but I mean, I wasn't so much worried about myself, but I'm thinking these other people, especially the younger people, they were getting like no instruction on (laughs) how to use a gun or anything like that. But he was talking about different situations and stuff like that. But I, I, but I was sitting there thinking to myself, I, I felt like it would be a little bit more comprehensive we were done in like an hour and 10 minutes. Wow, Jesus. And he handed us the thing and we walked out. I was like, that would kind of surprise me. I figured it'd that be a little shot bit me more. Yeah. I thought nice. like that like, yeah. my friend lives
0: in Pittsburgh, right? Which isn't that far from us really, right? And they can have concealed weapons over there. Pittsburgh is only five or six hours away from us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've kind of joked before that I'm not coming back to New York till they fully legalize weed and concealed carry. Beautiful. But I'm pretty much, <laughs> I, if, I, if I stick to that, that means I'll never go back to New York. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Well, yeah. well, it just sucks because me and
2: Judd were becoming uh, pretty good friends, and he was doing a lot of the podcasts uh, from Get Parts, and then all hell broke loose. We we get the coronavirus, and then we get the Vic Henley thing. And then oh. – uh, and then I Judd's know. like, "I'm going to Florida." I'm like, "Well, I'm going to fucking pretty much Montauk, and I'll maybe
0: I'll see yeah, you." Yeah, but in this a year. this is a nice looking app you got here. I've never seen this before. What? And this is better in Zoom. Zoom is horrible. This is really good. Ah, I know what I'm
2: doing. This is literally only the third video podcast, though. I was going to say. Else I mean, been, I mean, everyone else has been video them. podcasting. <laughs> I, I finally decided. You know what? I think it
1: might be time. <laughs> I think it might be time. Hey, there was, uh, a little, there was a little trial and error, Mike, but he got it. He got yeah. it figured
0: out. Yeah, I, I, there's I, a, lot of, a
1: lot of errors with me, but more trials and errors. Oh, man. man. <laughs> and I do, uh, <laughs> oh, shit, oh, dude. Mike, what happened? <laughs> I'm sorry. I sounded attack. Wrong pipe? What's going Went on? Went down Mike? the wrong way. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Mike's oh. having an episode. What'd yep. you do, Opie? What'd you do? You all right?
0: Just drank water the wrong
1: way.
0: <laughs> How are you going to beat a Bruce Willis? <laughs> How are you going to beat a Bruce Willis if drinking water the wrong way is going to take you out? Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, my. The thing is, if I'm, I will be sober 24 years at St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And if I ever did start to drink again, I was still away from that kind of stuff. Right. I would be drinking... I would be drinking Jack with Chachayaga, my old time stuff. All right. (laughs)
2: Hey, so, uh, Mike, you got to hear this. Judd has uh, told us on the podcast. Uh, I'm sure he has no problem telling it again. Oh, you froze for a second, Mike. I thought thought that was it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh no, no no! I thought that was a preview of an open casket. Jesus!
0: That's okay. Oh my God! Don't if do I, that anymore. If I, anymore. If, if I if podcast I wanna,
1: will go viral.
0: I promise me one thing: if I want to die during the show, yeah. oh you, know, you gotta call up the nice man. And he has to do my eulogy. Deal, <laughs> <Because That's, laughs>
2: deal, Mike. Yeah, we've had a couple episodes during the podcast. If God forbid you die. Will you give me permission to put this all over the place? Of course. Okay, good. All right. Because that would be such a that would be such a problem. All of a sudden we have this great episode and then he dies and then you're like, I got video of him dying. What do I fucking
0: I, do? Yeah, but you know I, what? Promise me I'll, I'll make you make a deal. With it. If that what happened, get Andrew Dyke Clay as a eulogist.
2: 100 <laughs> percent I could do that for and, you. And, I let him, think.
0: and let him let him heckle people as much as you wanted to. <laughs> oh, wait, a minute. I don't okay, think...
1: I, 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 Opie, I'm kind of surprised you asked that question because Mike yeah. is the consummate performer. Of course yeah. he'd let you use it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like you know? that. All right, sure. so
2: so you got to hear this. Judd Jones has, has
1: a connection to Woody fucking Harrelson. Well... I mean, leading it up like that, you pretty much let, let the cat out of the bag if you want me to give the brief synopsis of that story. Yeah, but either way you tell the story, it's amazing, right? All right, here you go. You want me to, get, you want me to kind of paraphrase that? Yeah, real yeah. Quick? Yeah, well, well explain uh, it to Mike. All right. So, my dad was an uh, assistant district attorney down in South Texas when I was growing up. I was like oh, nice. four years old. And then he became county judge for years and all that. And he practiced law, then retired but he was assistant district attorney and he and the district attorney worked on this case where this, it was like a love triangle and um, this guy killed this other guy and the guy who killed him was from a rich family. They got a lot of money and all this. So my dad and this other guy tried the case and got a conviction for this guy. Right. So then we find out that there's a hit that's been put out on my dad well, and, the, and the district attorney. Right. And the little side thing of that is the district attorney found out that there was a hit and did not tell my dad. My dad didn't know till later on. Whoa. And so the district attorney took off. And I, once, once I got older, my dad told me that part of it. And that guy was always like a family friend. And then once I Whoa. found that out, I hated him so much. Of course. And then, and then one time I saw him at me and my dad saw him at a gas station when I was home from college and I was just seething. I just wanted to say something into my mind. I was like, I hope you fucking die. And literally, like a month later, he drops dead, and I was well, felt I felt happy about it. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, but anyway, I, mean, you know what?
0: I would be thrilled too. I'd, I'd yeah, open the I was kind of was kinda happy
1: about it and, and have no guilt, right? Anyway, no,
0: because look what he did, though. I mean, hell. Sure.
1: And, and then like my, my dad finds out from the feds, I think like the next day that there's this hit put on him, and and I remember they told him um, that the guy was so skilled that, that my dad could be hugging my mom, and the guy could pick my dad off. Whoa. Right. Right so for i guess it was like five or six days we had cops that were around our house and one of my dad's good friends who was a you know a police officer then a private investigator was on top of this museum about a hundred yards away from our house on the roof with a with a long barrel rifle trained on our front door for five days oh god So it was, like, a whole thing, whatever. This guy's, like, named Michelle ready. Oh, yeah, he's ready. He knows his stuff. Like, you know, yeah. So he, like, lived up there, probably pissed off the side of the museum. This guy was like Like, Rambo in real life. Yeah, like, hardcore. And so he was up there. And um, so then, you know, days – and I remember as a kid, there was a bunch of people in our house, like, at that time, talking to my dad. But I was, like, four or five years old, and I, I, you know, didn't really know what was going on. But I will tell you this, I don't know if I told you this before, Opie, did I tell you, I had a recurring nightmare for years about this? No. Did I tell you that? My recurring nightmare for years was that we're sitting at the dinner table, me and then my parents and then eventually my sister, who's five years younger than me, and in my nightmare, there's a knock on the door and my dad goes to answer it and I turn and look as he opens the door and I just see an arm come up with a gun. Whoa. and shoot him and then I wake up like I, scary. I I had that dream I told my dad that probably like five years ago and he felt so bad that I had that dream and but I, it, you know it wasn't like a big deal to me like it wasn't like that big of a deal but I think I had that dream because I was even though I was so young, I was old enough to hear what the gr- adults were talking about. Oh, you got it right house. away. Yeah, so I think it kind of sunk in there, you know. Well, so I had that dream, like even up until high school, I had that dream. Right, that's scary, John, because they would send the mob. The mob is all across
0: the country. They would kill you anywhere.
1: I right? mean, and this is the thing. So, so there's. The, oh, and Opie, I, I, I found out another part of this not long ago. I'll tell you this, but um, uh so, anyway, the, all these people were in our house, you know, and there's a hitman who's going to kill my dad and this other guy, whatever. Well, then we find out that the hitman has been captured. Oh, right? wow. Well, well, now, he was driving uh, a red Corvette, and he was coked out, and he blew past our, our town and missed the town altogether. And, like, the, the Texas DPS officers pulled him over, like, 30 miles outside of our town and arrested him because he was speeding and he's on drugs and all this. And he was actually wanted for the murder of judge John wood out of San Antonio, who was the first sitting judge to be assassinated. What? Right. He was leaving for work to go to the courthouse in San Antonio. And he was hugging his wife on the porch and the, the, the sniper shot him dead on his porch. Oh, belief. god, the first federal judge to be assassinated, you know, while he's on that's the horrible because it's like right. these criminals have don't care who they go after, don't even care. So, this, this is the guy that they're looking for who killed that federal judge, and this is the guy who had the contract to kill my dad, and the guy. Was Charles Harrelson, who is Woody Harrelson's <laughs> father?
0: Well, isn't that unbelievable?
1: How about that, unbelievable. <laughs> I, I didn't. Think, is Woody a psycho himself? Well, I, I, you know, I've i told you. I think I've told Opie this. I would love because Opie, you know, he, it's his father, right? So Opie, uh, but but uh, but Harrelson, like he he defends his father. He he. I think the last I heard that he he thinks it was like a you know miss not a mistrial, but didn't believe everything about his father, something Whoa. like that. All right, you talk about history, Mike Buschetti. You're a history guy. You can trace, like, the Italian mafia in New York all the way down, you know, through the Midwest and the South and all of that, all, all, the all, all the way down to South Texas and the drug runners and the Mexican mafia. Yeah, I mean, there's a line. Like, They're you all, can trace it all the way together. down. Like- and this guy was further down the line. He was an enforcer for these, uh, 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 these guys who were bringing in drugs in El Paso. The Chag the Chagra family, that's the that's the family who hired him to kill that federal judge because, because they're
0: what, all the, they like they're all in one big pool of people. one percent bikers, the mob. They're all it's all like connected.
1: That, sh- it's all connected, and it, it, I mean it's just like the craziest stuff. Yeah.
0: Let me
2: ask uh, Mike Pichetti. So, what do
0: you should write a movie about? You should write a movie about sh- this.
1: Thanks, so? Yeah, man. Actually, he's he's not wrong. Uh, no Mike, wrong, yeah. uh, do
0: you no, know, Jud- I'm telling you, I'm sorry, Judd,
1: this would be a great film. Do you yeah, know? It's, it- it's, it's, it's all, it's all accurate. There's like, you know, you know, when you tell stories, like sometimes you, you might embellish something, there's nothing embellished about this story. It's just so like over the top that you don't, there's no license you need and to you should like, tell the tr- embellish to anything.
0: Tell, write Whatever everything you just talked about now. Why we should have a ninety-minute movie out of this? Oh yeah,
1: oh, yeah. I think it, it it could be potentially like a three-hour movie when if you connect all of the ways in which even those people, because it even goes back to how uh, all those people and that kind of faction of criminals contributed to this political machine in South Texas that got LBJ elected <laughs> senator, well. which got him eventually to pre- the presidency. You talk about stolen election for Trump? Yeah. Literal stolen election oh. for LBJ. Are you, are you South kidding Africa. me? That, that White House has had crookedness
0: in it since Washington sat down in his chair.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. I
0: like it, Mike. I you, like got, it. you got a few examples of that, Mike? It just like I just said, because nobody in that office was a saint. Because right. from the minute Washington sat down to present day, right, the only difference is there was no technology to, to you know what I mean to, to expose them as much as price right. now that's the difference there was always evil and treachery in that place because even with the founding of our country this may sound bad right the only reason why we had the revolution I think was because our founding fathers didn't want to pay that fat fucking George any more money that's the bottom <laughs> 100%. line of this, right? it, it, it wasn't about anybody's freedom it wasn't about none of that yeah it was a bunch of wealthy super rich landowners. They were tired of paying that fat pig more money than they had, though. That's the bottom line of it.
1: All right. <laughs> Believable. Yeah.
0: And you know, people would know, people, people say, You're so un American. I'm telling the truth about it because think about it, right? If, if that was the case, we would never, Native people would never have been tortured and black people would never have been enslaved here. Yeah, everybody would have been on one level playing field they yeah. had to, wanted that.
2: Can you say founding fathers again? Because uh, they yeah. noticed you, you say it uh, properly
0: founding fault, founding moron <laughs> <Founding, drug wow. laughs> <laughs> you know right? they were nothing but drugged up yeah what do you call it, pedophile alcoholic yeah. racist freaking yeah over overzealous greedy ass wipes
2: this is what i hate about the uh about politics when people reference the the founders don't you think they were assholes too of course. Don't sure. you think this country and our politics started from day one? Everyone was an asshole and dug in. They're only their human party. Beach. Like when they say, "Oh, if the founders only saw what was going on in America and now," I'm like, they they were doing the same shit.
1: Right. Right. right.
2: They of were course. all power because- hungry from day one.
1: But they're held up as something that we're supposed to base everything on. Yeah, like they were like... Perfectly.
2: Yeah, they were pristine and perfect and, you
0: know... It's all human nature.
2: union and, uh, you know...
0: I mean, let's say Daniel Boone would have been one of the founders of the country, right? He was a good guy, (laughs) just a regular man who was just, you know, a regular guy. Daniel Boone? Maybe with money and stuff, he would have got corrupted too. Who knows? Of course. They all
2: were corrupt. They all had slaves that were... They were banging. They it's always been this way is my my that, point. That's
0: what a lot of black people in Jefferson, in Washington. Whoa, black people. Whoa, BLM, yeah. bro. Whoa. B-L, motherfucker. Well, hey, my M.
1: last name Let's is relax. Jones. It's the same thing, Mike. It's the same thing. Let's relax Jake. with the with the black thing.
0: No, but I'm sure. But think about it, though, because they, they you know what? The thing is,
1: they our founding fathers were pretty treacherous. Oh. Uh, completely. Completely. But we're supposed to hold them up and, like, revere them as – Everything that they did, we're supposed to, yeah. you know, yeah. That's that's the rules. What they what they put together. That's the rules.
0: Yeah, but you know what, John? Jud- I'm Italian. I I, I would claim in a heartbeat that. Columbus was a bloody pirate just as a direct, like these guys were. <laughs> well, sure. Sure.
2: Mike, are you That's all right. about uh, how could you discover something when people were already here? Are of you
1: course. They people here for okay.
0: 20,000 years before he even <laughs> <Right>. got here. <laughs> right.
1: Right. And, and right.
0: he didn't even come close to America. He was like in, I think, Dominican Republic oh, Doris he didn't even,
1: or, he, or he, yeah.
0: somewhere off of Cuba, I think. Some, somewhere like in the Caribbean. Not yeah, even close to oh, 100%. Sh- well, it is nice
1: down there. Yeah. So, but, and, but
0: the thing is, but he also like, this is where Hardy he wrote in his book about the native people who were here. The molasses? He, he goes, He goes. wow. He goes, they're big people, and they're very generous, giving us gold. They'll be very easy to bring back and enslave.
2: I'm yeah. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. But even as wow. a kid, I was like, wait a minute. How, how can we discover something that uh, the people have been yeah. living there for thousands and thousands yeah, but of years? Child, we, were lied.
0: we were alive since day one. You know why? Because 50 years ago, when I went to grammar school. I would have said Columbus was a bloody pirate. Yeah, they would—they would have put me in classes where I've been eating glue and crayons with the other kids. You know? <laughs> 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 they, they knew it was a lie. They—they they, they couldn't tell. You would, have I,
2: had to, you would have had to take classes on the other side of the school.
0: Yeah, yeah, where the (laughs) bulbs went out in the hallway. Also, there was was a a
1: closest to the lunchroom.
2: Yeah, there was a point at my high school where you would walk down a hallway, you would take a right, and you went, "Oh no, yeah, I I don't go down there." This is not my normal route. I don't go down down there, and and all the light bulbs were dim, and it was a little (laughs) dustier. And then you learn that, uh, let's just say the short buses had to, you know, drop people off somewhere.
0: Well, I'll put it this way. I've been wearing a permanent helmet for the first 20 years of my life. <laughs> <A> permanent <laughs> helmet?
2: <laughs> hey, I wanted to go back a little bit there, Mike, because you're a history buff. Uh, what else do you know about uh, Woody Harrelson's dad as far as history goes?
0: I don't know much of it. It's a big I'm one. Judd just awakened me with this.
2: But it's a big no one. No, ignore this. the story that Judd uh, told, which is hard because it's a great story. And, but there's another thing with Woody Harrelson's dad in history. And potentially Ted Cruz's father. Well, right. That's pretty smart there, Judd.
0: Well, how, how is his? how old is his father? Because Woody's got to be in his 50s, right? His father, uh. Oh, his father, I don't know. He,
2: well, his yeah, father, he's, he's, his
1: father was a well, young he's guy. He's dead now. He, was, yeah. he died in federal prison. But he was a oh, young guy
2: like, in the early 60s. Let's just put it that way.
1: Yeah.
0: Well,
2: that's your clue. Early 60s. What happened in history in the early 60s?
0: Oh, he might have had something to do with JFK Mike Machete. God damn
1: it. He might have been one of the railroad guys, I'm, Mike. Or, or the, the, he might have been one of the three hobos. Hobos say. in the uh, rail no, yard, the right? Is, yeah. But if yeah. you
0: watch the movie The Irishman, right? Have you guys seen it? I've seen I have. it five times.
1: Yeah, <laughs> five. I've seen I've seen it a couple times. Yeah,
0: I've seen it five times in ten nights because I couldn't watch it. <laughs> ten ten nights. Nights.
1: I love I love I love the movie. But the scene where De Niro is trying to is kicking the guy's ass from the deli or oh, that was bodega, ridiculous. Oh my God, man, that was sad. That it was, was the sad. worst cinematography I've oh, ever Jesus seen in my life, right? It, like, it was like pawpaws out there getting, yeah, his, his getting off her puffle.
0: You're right, it was the worst cinematography ever on there. the planet. The movie, but the, the, the movie, all in all, was
1: fantastic. I liked the movie. I did. It right.
0: was pretty sick when when uh, when he when Coffin found that Kennedy kind of died, he raised the flag back up. I'm like, wow, what a moral yeah, right.
1: right? Yeah, right. Very good. No, but they, he he was suspected as being one of the uh, the three hobos that they oh yeah found or there whatever. Have you ever been to Dallas, Mike? No, I went to. We, I think I went to Fort Worth. Fort Worth, right next to it. Yeah, right. I, Why I went and to. You're I, that I close,
0: to, and you don't go to Dealey Plaza. No, but I was. I couldn't. I was. Sh- we were shooting stuff. We just stayed in Texas for a little bit. But the thing yeah. is, you know what we had. Well, I'll I'll head there. I'll never. I wish I could find it here. We went to Fat Burger. That place was
1: so Ooh, incredible. Nice. Fat Burger. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I'll we tell you. I'll, have tell them you yet. I'll tell you this, Mike, since you're a, a gun guy. The uh, I I went over I went to Dealey Plaza. I've I've seen it a couple times. And when you're up there and, and where, you know, where that where supposedly he was there and he shot mm. and you see there's an X that's on the road where the car was when Whoa. Kennedy got shot. And I mean, you, it's on the right and it's still a road that's used, you know, today, but there's like a yellow X that's on it where the, the, uh, assassination happened. And I remember being up there and, you know, look, I'm no, not military trained. I'm not the best shot in the world. I can hit a deer every now and then, you know, whatever, but I'm standing up there looking there and I'm thinking. Yeah, that's doable. Like, <laughs> you know, they, like they say, oh, there's impossible that right. he couldn't do it. yeah you know, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no, because that oak tree was probably not as big in right. the 60s. Oh, yeah. Uh, that seems pr- pretty doable. So the whole thing about, oh, it's impossible. I'm like, ah, uh, somebody who's military trained, I can oh, see yeah. them pulling that, that off. That, no problem.
0: He was bent set on it. So he had an extra, you know what I mean? He was what? He was set set on it mentally to do it. So no, he was in that. He definitely had that. No shot. pun
1: intended, Mike. There yeah. So
2: he was in the zone, like Michael Jordan.
1: When Michael Jordan yeah, used to be in the yeah.
2: zone, anything's possible, right? When you're in that zone.
1: Yeah, he the, definitely was in the
2: zone. Because the, the, yeah. the thing about but, the ex at Dealey Plaza, which it was fascinating when I went, uh, was the fact that everyone runs out to the exit to get their picture taken there, John. Well, you know this. Yeah. And, and the locals yeah. have had it because at the top yeah. of, I don't blame because at the top of whatever that road is I forgot I should know the name of that road uh, there's a there's a light
1: so yeah well and and, and it's like an entrance to another highway so oh people take that curve, and it's a you're, oh, yeah. you're accelerating well,
2: so as so soon as that light you turns know.
1: green people want to
2: get on that highway so they accelerate like yeah. you said and these asshole tourists, day after day hour after hour minute after minute they take their turn on the x to get a quick picture while that light's red and the well, locals right. have had it they're like no it's horrible shit and they'll will, purposely will up. Up.
0: that's the whole sad thing well they, they will speed up and these people
2: will actually jump out of the road because they don't yeah. give I mean a think about it there. it's like they have like the had same it with the
0: JFK thing, yes. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Th- those are the same idiots that Mel, sold Titanic that. toothpaste. You
2: know what I mean? <laughs> Thrown with Titanic toothpaste.
0: No, but I'm saying they are always gory people like somebody has and stuff like you know what I mean, like oh, what, oh
1: to, to, to cash in off of it. Yeah, job. I mean,
0: like what, what are they going to sell? Judas be right. you know I mean? a
1: There you go.
2: Do you know the other thing about Daily Plaza, which is fascinating? There's an What's exact mirror replica of Dealey Plaza on the other fucking side. That's how the architect Whoa. goes. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, right. so you know about it's that. an
2: it's an exact copy on the other side, and no one goes over there because they don't
0: give a well, shit. Well, John, what kind what of area is that? Is it a good area in Texas for that to happen to now? It's kind of like
1: the downtown. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's right as an inch. Like you're exiting out of downtown to get on the highways. So literally that curved road. It's kind of like an entrance ramp, from what I remember, right. to right. get out of the, to get out of the city. Yeah, and I should know. That, that, that's why it's not it's not a very safe place to be posing for pictures in the street.
0: No, I and I should. I want to go to the Alamo and visit that, I've never been oh, there. So why it. the Beautiful.
1: Alamo, Mike? Beautiful. Why the Alamo?
0: San Antonio.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, why?
0: Yeah. Why you want to go there? Just just to go there, and, and because I watched something recently, right, on a documentary. Yeah. They said that uh, what do you call it that um. Davy Crockett had survived the Alamo. They oh, were yeah? recently. I don't That's know. What they, said. they traced it down to a guy in North Carolina and they were like just going up forensics and stuff. And it's like people believed that this is how crazy it got. They said that he was a Freemason, right? Right. Wow. And and somebody else in the Santa Ana was a Freemason. And wow. when he was being killed, he gave him some kind of signal of the Freemasons would only know.
1: Wow. Oh, oh it's possible, right? I don't know. I think it's possible. Anything's possible. Absolutely. Did you say and Sam th- Houston gave him that signal oh, or oh San- Santa Anna was a, f- a Freemason? Oh Santa An- Oh, oh, Mike. Now you're getting into something. That's
2: some scary
1: shit now. When he when he you know, when they executed people because the orders
0: were no mercy, right? You know, sure. what Santa Anna said. Yeah. And it was like a bunch of people were still survived. Yeah. So he had the soldiers kill him, and then supposedly Davy Crockett had given some signal, only uh, you know Freemason know he knew the Santa and there was one, and they, they supposedly said they spat him because of it.
1: Oh wow. Oh. Mike, you're going to make me look this up. I've never heard of this.: I'm going to get you, you know? on, I'm going to get you on uh, Jeopardy with the new guy.
0: Oh, you know what? I- <laughs> <laughs> Whoever the new guy is. <laughs> oh, I don't know. The new guy is just a figurehead right now. He's <laughs> <laughs>
2: just a new guy. Uh, this is what I know about the Alamo. The conspiracy theory is there's no gold there. That we sold that shit a long fucking time ago. And that's why they.
1: Somebody guarded-
0: melted the town and sold the The rumor is they. they- I s- think
1: I think it was Phil Collins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think he's the one who did it. Right, but the rumor is, there's nothing there.
2: And that's why North they guard really that cool fucking guy. place. Because if if the the average person found that out, that that would be the end of our of our country, basically. Because our our money
0: system is based on that gold, right there, Mike. Absolutely, because yeah. Oh, you met a lot of people. One person I'd love to meet. I don't know if you guys ever met him. Yeah, I I spoke to him on the Audie Lang show on the phone, but I never got to meet him. Artemis Piles from London and I love him.
2: Oh, oh wow, that's nice. a good pull. Is he nice. still alive?
0: Even yeah. But he's he's in recovery as well. He's been sober for years. He survived that crash,
2: right? He was on that plane.
0: He survived a couple of crashes, not just that one. you mean a couple? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like in three plane crashes in his life. Three? Right. And he was explaining what happened during the one when it skidded. He said he dislocated his shoulder that day when it happened, right? Right. He went to get help for his friends, right? And he was like, what a dislocated shoulder... He wound up in a cornfield. I think he lived by Mississippi. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But he was in a cornfield. He was all covered in dirt and dust. The next thing he hears is the cock of a shotgun, right? Some farmer's son's going to blow his skull off over there, right? So he explains who he was. Yeah. The kids started crying. He goes, he goes, they would murder me in Mississippi if I shot on this
1: pile. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Wait, right. that, that was after the plane crash? Yes. Yeah. So this farmer dude couldn't figure out that there was a. No, he was covered in dirt and dust, and he told. Oh, because uh,
2: because he was wandering at that point is probably because he was like like, just just okay,
0: shoulder adamant like covered in dust. But
2: I'm assuming he walked for a while because if you see a plane crash, the last thing you're going to do is start shooting survivors. You're going to be like, "Holy fuck! I need to help these guys."
1: Let me let me let me let me just jump in and tell you some weird shit that I'm kind of freaking out when Mike's telling the story. Yeah. So my father uh, was he was on a plane going to go uh, quail hunting in West Texas, right? And he was with a guy who he, he flies his own plane and there you know it's like a you know like a six seater or something like that and there's Whoa. a few of them who are going out there. My dad who does not like closed in places or heights was on this plane and their engine, one of the engines blew. Well, and they crashed, right? So my dad was in a plane crash and he separated his shoulder like you're talking about, Mike. And the person who helped him out was a farmer who ran like a mile from his house because he saw the plane going down and came out and helped my dad. And like the worst injury was like a broken leg, right? But they, but but I'm like, you're telling the story and I'm like having like a parallel weird thing, you know? Like like, it's the craziest thing. So yeah, my dad was in a plane crash and I remember this. And oddly, this was not long before the Charles Harrelson thing, because uh um, well, or around the same time, yeah. because I, I remember this happened because I was a little kid. I was like, you know, five or six years old, and my mother walked into my room and she was holding my little sister, who was an infant at the time, and my mom was crying. And she said, Your father is okay, but he was in a plane crash. Oh, Jesus. Well, and I remember think I remember thinking to myself, Yeah cool yeah that is right. cool that's so cool that he sub- survived the plane crash right he did but you're telling the story my dad separated his shoulder on that in that plane crash and a farmer came out to actually help them and get the Whoa. ambulance oh my it's crazy that, that's crazy ins- your dad should play the powerball well right i think he's used it all up though i think at this point Yeah, you know? no, like, right. have to
0: that powerball quick, <laughs> that's
2: right yeah, yeah. somebody <laughs> won a billion dollars that oh. Came in, man. They
0: they want to build. I'm telling you, you, should write a movie about him.
1: You know, I, I, I maybe I should. There, there's some there's some good stuff there. You know, when I when I talk to him about some of this stuff. How old like, is you know, he?
0: If you mind me asking you.
1: He's uh, 70. See what is he? Uh, what? How He's 75 now. Oh, God bless you. Yeah, and and uh, he and my mom are in great shape. They're locked down in South Texas doing nice. all that. He actually he actually got the first round of vaccine. Whoa. He got he got that wow. the other day. But, um, you know, but yeah, he was, you know, a district attorney and then county judge and then had his own practice for years before he retired. And when we talk about some of this old stuff, you know, he kind of smiles and he goes, yeah, those were the fun times. That's awesome. <laughs> God bless you. Yeah. yeah, it My- was pretty cool. Oh, and Opie, the thing I was going to tell you about that, yeah. that I don't, I don't think I told you before, um, the way that the contract was taken off of my dad, he, after Harrelson was arrested, there was still a contract on my dad's head. And so there's this guy who's passed away since then. This guy was tied in to a lot of criminal activity in South Texas, the LBJ thing and all that. Uh, it, you know, if you look this up, Mike, you like, you like history. uh you look up box 13 lbj look that up box 13 lbj and it's how lbj stole the senate seat in texas right this guy was uh was kind of a he he was like a a a kind of a tough kind of the guy who took care of bullshit for the guy who made that happen for lbj right so this is like some old south texas stuff so this guy knew my family who lived way south texas then got older, retired, was like working in oil and gas, but before that, that guy still had all of his contacts with all sorts of people in that world, found out the contract was on my dad's head, that guy knew my family for years, talked to the people, paid the money for the contract, so nothing ever happened to my dad after that. Jesus!
0: Wow. That's a pretty hell of a story, though.
1: man. Yeah, pretty great. I wish this
0: guy was my comedy agent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You and me both, Mike. You I, and me both. I don't yeah. think it's hey, going to get better. Put it than this that, way.
0: We'll be, we'll be selling the garden out in three days. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
2: me and Mike. After, after that story, I don't think it gets any better. I think we should wrap up. No. That's fucking nuts. Hey, how How, do we how about this? Yeah, what, what were you going to say,
0: Mike?
1: You can't follow us, no. I'm telling you. But how about we end with Judge, this? you got to write a movie. Have you ever written it? I've never written a screenplay. I, I've written stuff down, but never like tried to actually write a movie about it. But I've written all this stuff down and researched stuff. I've got it all written down. This, you should start it. I'm tell, especially now.
2: Yeah, there's too, yeah many, there's too many good stories there. So why don't we end with this? Your favorite Leonard Skinner song.
1: And I'm you know, i not going to lie to you. I, you don't I, like I, Leonard I, Skinner. I'm not gonna say I don't like Leonard Skinner, but I just it was never really my thing. I, I felt like I don't know, I, I was just never like a huge fan of Leonard Skinner. How how do you have a voice like that and not like Leonard Skinner? Man, I don't know. I mean I was more of like a, I, I like Zeppelin. I was more of like huge. a chill. I love Led Zeppelin as well. You know? Hey oh, all right, all right, I all right.
2: You brought up Zeppelin, so I have to do this now. So my friend uh Meltdown, I, I did radio with him a million years ago in Buffalo. And we kind of keep touch, in touch. Excuse me. He does radio in Detroit. He's now like a radio legend in uh, Detroit. He's been there for a million years. The other day, he tweeted, name an album that is amazing that has one bad song.
1: Album has one bad song. I um, went,
2: I'll went. i start because of the Zeppelin thing. It's the only reason I'm bringing it up. The album is In Through the, uh, uh, in through the Outdoor, right? Was the name yeah, of that album? Right. In yeah. Through the Outdoor. It had Hot Dog on it by
1: Zeppelin. You do not like the song Hot Dog, do you? I don't know. I, I don't know that I know of that song. i have to look it up. You don't know I Hot don't Dog? Know either. I think well, that. Well, I mean, if I heard it, maybe
0: I'd know it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, but I, I was so high to let Zeppelin, they all sound, every song sound the same.
2: God! No, <laughs> yeah. you son of a bitch. You got to well, go I... Zeppelin 2 and Zeppelin 3 and then get back to me. Hot Dog. Okay. Zeppelin 4, I think, is kind of overrated, although it's an amazing album. I think their best albums were 2 and 3. Led Zeppelin 2 yeah,
0: and 3. Yeah, but which album, guys, is it the video that addresses gangsters from the 20s and 30s?
2: Wow, Jesus. That I don't know. Now I'm, See, now I'm lost. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm
0: not really sure, because they did a video where they addressed yeah. like gangsters from the 20s and 30s. And they, You're not really talking honey,
2: uh, the Honey drippers when Plant went on his own, are you?
0: Cause no, I don't, no. This
2: in the seventies, 70s, early seventies, 70s maybe or late seventies. Oh shit! I sort of remember that. Anybody on the Facebook? Help me out. I sort of remember that
1: now. It's like a very like distant like, memory. Like in the late seventies.
2: All right. Yeah, Vic
1: would have got all this. So he would have got it. What was that? What was, uh? Which Led Zeppelin album was it that had money on it? That would be my oh, answer.
2: Money. Are you money talking?
1: is the most non Led Zeppelin. I, I mean uh, well, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Money uh, is that the was most, Dark Side. Was it yeah, Dark Side? Right, right. Dark Side right, of was. the Moon had well, money on it. Great album. I hate the song Money. I hate it. Really? I so know. It's it. like monotonous. It's the stupidest goddamn song ever. Being I a, hate it. Being a, and,
2: a music jock for many many years, I hated playing Floyd. Oh my god, the beers! Uh, I hate
0: a lot of pop tunes because like, f- I wear my sunglasses at night. No, like Floyd. Floyd was car. one of
2: those bands that were. They were just so fucking creepy and dark. I didn't. I didn't like a lot of their stuff.
0: I like to wish I liked
2: to like- wish you were here comfortably numb. But when sure. you started going into deeper tracks, they were so creepy and so dark. I, I didn't like them, man. You like- do you have it do you have a different appreciation for it
1: now or do you feel the same way? Uh pretty much. I pretty I, much feel the same I, way. I
2: was never a massive Pink Floyd uh fan. I appreciate what they did. They're amazing. Dark Side of the Moon is obviously a great fucking <sighs> album, but
0: Sure. I like getting high to Led Huh? <laughs> uh, I
1: yeah.
0: love getting high to Led Zeppelin. I shit that like it's <laughs> right.
1: Mike Machete. Right. I love it. Yeah, I but Jimmy
0: Hendrix is great to listen to New High, too. I love Jimmy guitar. That's why. Yeah, yeah.
2: sure. I, I, to answer the the Skinner question, it doesn't matter because Judd's not a fan. I, I, I go with uh, Give Me Back My Bullets is my favorite well, uh, Leonard Skinner song. Okay, And it's the okay. theme because we talked to a, a lot of guns here today, Mike
0: Pichetti. Oh, Mr. Saturday Church. Night Specials. Also. Oh, <laughs> nice, oh, yeah. nice. Did you nice ever see Leonard light. Skinner? No, I, I, I missed. I, I wish I would have. I was in high school still when he died. I was in, well, uh, I was in Rochester, New
2: York. They played Darien Lake after the dude died. They took a few well, years off and then his brother took over lead vocals and sounds just like him. I forget which uh, Van Zandt yeah. it is. I get them all confused. The one guy was in 38 Special, then the one guy died in the uh, in the plane crash and then the younger brother took over, but I it's Ronnie, Donnie and
1: uh Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie Van
2: Zandt was the original, uh, right? And uh oh, I think it rhymes with Ronnie and Donnie too. Fuck. Whatever. But um, so I, I see him at Darien Lake, and, and the guy just his younger brother kicks ass, sounds just like him. Everyone's like, holy shit, this is amazing. And well, then it was time for Free Bird and he goes, I'll never forget this. Is my greatest concert moment of all fucking time? He goes, There's only one person that could sing this song, and he's no longer with us. Pulls out his fucking hat, his brother's hat, puts oh. it on the mic stand. The place goes dark except for one fucking spotlight on the on the mic stand with the oh, hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Boy, they yeah. play Freebird, the instrumental, the whole place is singing the words because they ain't gonna fucking sing the song. Everyone was bawling. Everybody, wow. not a dry eye in the fucking house. And I'm wow. I remember looking at that stage going, You sons of bitches.
1: Wow. How dare
0: well, you? They called um what's his name? Uh Powell Pile the admiral. You know why? Because when They were coming up as a band, yeah. They got in a lot of drunken fights and honky tonks across the country and stuff, battling with people, right? Yeah, they called they would keep Armistice on the leash because he was the most badass out of all of them and then put him into the crowd. <Nice>. All right. Yeah, but guys, I seen a bottle of Jack Daniels on that on that counter, so I know they would party heavily. for right. Sure,
1: right? Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. Hey,
0: Mike, uh, would you end
2: the, the podcast by taking your teeth out like you did the, the time I was at your oh, house? Oh, no, no and-
0: that's okay. They're, they're glued in now. They're, they're
1: glued in. They're locked in. <laughs> they're
0: locked I, 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 I crazy glued little before you go to bed.
1: <laughs> Perfect. I was at Perfect. his house,
2: and all of a sudden he, I don't know how it came up, but all of a sudden he took his teeth out. <laughs> you remember this, Mike? Uh, no. You don't remember going into your side little bathroom? I don't even know how it came up, but then all of a sudden he's popping his teeth out. I'm like, what the, oh, yeah, the fuck yeah, am
1: yeah. I, man? All right. I didn't mean it. Well, look, I t- let, me, let me just say this if we're ending right now. Yeah. Let me just say, Mike Bashetti is somebody who was nice to me from the beginning once I met him, and he is a true New York original. And yes, I look thanks. forward to being back there, Mike the senior. At the club. Thank you, man. Judd. I
0: really appreciate you kindness. I
1: absolutely look. And you have an amazing
0: course, story about your dad and your life. You, should, yeah. you gotta do something with it. You know absolutely. And Thanks, it man, it yeah. should be on that. You know why? Because so many people that let me be try to be nice, suck and blow in this, and you should be doing something great. You know why damn right, from your lips to God's ears,
1: Mike. I,
2: I love it. And
0: and this yeah. little trio works, so we gotta do it again
2: soon, man. It was this fun. And I gotta tell you, uh, Judd, uh but Mike is the real fucking deal, man. A lot of not going to lie to you, a lot of people turned their backs on me after, you know because- after I lost the fucking seat. I was sitting in the fucking seat, and then I went, oh, I was just in the goddamn seat where I could make things happen. This motherfucker, Mike Buschetti, was always the real deal and uh, and never turned his back well, on Well, you know what?
0: surrounded by a lot of idiots in this. I hate to say it like that, but the thing is, right, how many people, like, I, I don't want to start naming names, but there's how many people, when you, you guys were together, you know, had because of them, they still wound up getting big movies, selling out the garden, big oh, stuff. Gosh. And like, it's and end- then like, you know, when, when things happen, if it didn't happen for you to like, if you guys didn't happen in the getting that, they'd, they'd still be doing shitty gigs and, and hell holes.
2: Uh, it's, it's honestly, the list is endless. I'll, I'll name one that never turned their back on me. Uh, Bill Burr as well. I love Bill. To this day, we uh, not, I mean, we text here or there. I don't want to, you know, overstate it, but, uh, well, still, still he, he still he still keeps to in touch to this day, and uh, and I I respect that a lot.
0: Me too. I know Billy since nineteen ninety five. He's a good guy. Right. Still to this day.
2: Right, and he deserves all the success he's gotten. He's he's uh, he's,
0: he's the real deal himself because he would tell people. Right. That's the thing, Judd. Bill would tell people s off if he had. Oh hell this. yeah! So I love yeah. him really. Hell sure. yeah! All right. Uh, anybody want to promote anything? Um, besides living in my mother's house, not real. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not far off from what Mike just said. <laughs> we're, we're, Pandemic's we're, a motherfucker. Oh, my God. We're <laughs> three totally pathetic guys. Shit, we, man, right, man. Life was good.
2: Life's still good, man. <laughs> all right. My my friend, Judd Jones, and my friend, obviously, Mike Buschetti, man. This was a Thank lot you, of guys. fucking fun. All right.
0: Sure. Give me a favor, Judd. If I come, you know, we're at, if you're in Florida, Texas, we got to go to the gun range. I want to learn to get some better skills. <laughs> if,
1: you're, if, if you're waiting on me, you're backing up, brother. I'm ready anytime. Anytime.
0: <laughs> For sure. Ted, when you get done with me, I want, to, I want to be able to outgun Jesse James.
1: <laughs> All right. That sounds good. That sounds good. That sounds good. Thank you, guys. All yeah. right, folks. Y'all take it easy. Later, later,
2: later. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs>